0: Here to get you on the right path to your financial goals are the mother and daughter team from Clearstep Financial, Carla and Cassandra, with host, Miss Shannon.
1: Hello, everyone. Thank you again for joining us here on the Financial Health and Wealth Show on My Talk 1071. I am Miss Shannon, always excited to be joined by sometimes the mother and daughter team, sometimes the daughter, sometimes the mother. But anyway, it is always fantastic. So today with us, the mother of the mother daughter team. Hello, Miss Carla. How's it going over there?
0: Hello, it's uh, it's it's a nice. Well, I enjoy this fall weather, right? I know some people when when it was snowing last week, some people <laughs> looked outside and said, "Oh my gosh, I have to fly down <laughs> south somewhere." Right, but um, but <laughs> but I enjoy this. I I my favorite season is this season. I've, the colors are beautiful. The weather. I like to put on the warm, the warm clothes and right. walk around. It's just beautiful.
1: So are you a hot chocolate or a hot apple cider type person, Carla? You know what? I
0: probably, I like them both. Okay. So mm-hmm. There you go.
1: All right. So choices will be made this fall. So we appreciate you. Uh, real quick, I want to get this out of the way before we move on with today's topic. Securities and advisory service offered through Harbor Investment Inc. member FINRA, SIPC. So uh, we also want to remind people, um, we just got on the subject of Social Security earlier this week. I was hanging out with uh, my fill-in co-host during the week, Matt, uh, Maddie B. from the TV, and we were talking about an increase in Social Security. And I think that's very timely since you just had your Social Security and Medicare webinar last week, right?
0: We did. So if for any listeners, if you would like to view that um, and listen to it. It was an excellent webinar, and we can send that the link to you so you can listen to it um so just get a hold of us at my um dot com and then you know where it says um respond to us and then you can uh, request the information of the link so we can send it to you. But it was excellent. And Mm -hmm. we talked about Medicare and Social Security and just some really good points. You know, there's all different ways when people get close to that or if you're preparing for, the ability to take Social Security, it's good to get ideas and strategies and maybe different thought processes on it, some of the guidelines. And so that's what we talked about there. So just uh, get a hold of us and we'll send that link to you. But there is an increase. Isn't that wonderful? Right. Is, well, well, there should be, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Food, food is up more than 8 nine, ten 9%, 10% year to date. We know that when we go to the grocery store, uh, the, the items that we paid for Below, before are almost 20-30% right. more this year. so But it'll go up, I think it's just under, it's either 8 or 9% somewhere mm-hmm. in there that uh, Social Security benefits w- will go up next year, which will be such a wonderful uh, increase for many people that depend on that Social Security income.
1: And, and that's what Maddie B was saying is that he has a family member who's on that type of, um, oh, what do we call it, uh, fixed income. And so fixed this income. made a, you know, even if it ends up being another $150 a month, that's a big deal when you are so limited in how your funds and your resources are coming in. So, right. yeah, so that was some good news, I'm sure, for a lot of people out there. And, and even if you're not the actual person, you might have a family member that this applies to and you might be helping them navigate those roads as they are trying to uh, age gracefully, so it's some great information for a lot of people
0: right, and that that will definitely help people that are on that fixed income. but you know there's our topic today goes into some other aspects as well, and this is just what you know some of what we're going to talk about today has to do with you know people that depend on bonds or de- depend mm-hmm. on some of these fixed incomes for retirement or for a, a, to generate income. And some of the, the way we invest, uh, you know, I always say the way we invested the past 15, 20 years may not be the way to invest in the next number of years. Right. Because things are shifting and changing. And so it's important to look, maybe even look and get some information. You know, of course, we'd be more than happy to talk with you. You can go to clearstepfinancial.com forward slash my talk, request an appointment, a complimentary consultation. We'd be more than happy to set up a Zoom in person at our Bloomington office and just get some information. Again, the way we invested years ago may not be the way to invest in the future. So part of, and, and I feel very strongly about this in my life, is that and what Cassandra and I teach people, we, we teach people how to preserve your assets as well. There's right. ways to protect and preserve your assets going into a lot of uncharted uh, territory.
1: Well, when we talk about a market collapse, what's the definition that you use to describe what that scenario actually is?
0: Yeah, that's a very good question because that word can mean so much. Right, right? the word the word collapse. So. Mm-hmm there's three different types of drawdowns. And what I mean by drawdowns in the market is when your account, let's say you have $100,000 in an account. So there's three different types of drawdowns. And they're affected. There's all different reasons why markets go down. Um, one reason is because if, if you look at life in general, there's no straight path. Even when we when we're born in this world, we don't just Grow and not have any contrast, and and you know we have to figure things out. We we have we we go in a zigzag in life. Right. Well, the market is that way too. It goes in a zigzag. There's no perfect upward momentum in in the markets. They have to contract and they have to expand. So they contract and expand. And right now we're having a contraction we don't know how much of a contraction a contraction is where markets go down if people sell out they lose right. i'm not saying not to sell out but we'll we'll have a little bit of that conversation today as we as we talk so there's three different types of drawdowns or contractions in the markets the first is a correction yes corrections are where it would be negative 10 to negative 20% in a year in a year time could be less than a year could be could be a quarter.
1: Okay. Um,
0: corrections come and go. Okay. They that's where they contract and and they expand. So a correction will usually come back. You know, after a negative ten or negative twenty. I, I just remember the 2018, the fourth quarter, where the markets dropped about twenty percent, and then they popped right back up again. That that's kind of like a correction. Within a year, you're going to be back to potentially even.
1: Historically, are there a, are there a, a similarity in why these contractions happen why these contract these uh, corrections happen?
0: So, correction. There's all different reasons. Okay, what spooks the market?
1: Yes, yes. <laughs> you know,
0: um, years ago we would always separate politics from the market because yeah. it would be a short. Maybe there would be something political that happened, but it would be a short term. Uh, it would be a short-term drawdown, and then it would pop back up again. But today, mar- the, all the political things going on, as well as the the markets, the econom- e- economy, and the um, political, all are working together. So they're right. all affecting each other today, which is so interesting because we usually separate them. So you got to look at the whole picture and not just look at one or the other. Okay. Um. So so that's a correction. The second. Is a recession okay? And and a good example of a recession is 2020. Mm-hmm. Raise
1: your hand if you remember 2020. <laughs> I know some of us try to forget it, but it's really difficult. There was a lot of stuff going on. So I got oh, you. Oh my goodness!
0: <laughs> right? Yeah it 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 seems kind of so long ago, but it I'll tell you that 2020 that year with the pandemic right. and the drawdown really affected so many people's lives. Um, But in March of 2020, this is a good example of a recession. So we were looking that that February, March in 2020, we looked ahead a little bit back in 2019, and we we thought, okay, we're going to have some kind of correction the first quarter of the year. Right. Nothing to be afraid of, right? You keep your money invested. You don't sell. You just let it ride through the correction. You buy when you invest monthly in your Roths and 401Ks you're buying into the market. Well, what happened in March? Remember what happened in March, Miss Shannon?
1: Oh, in March. Well, do, why do you have to remind everybody? <laughs> <laughs> that was the first of our black swanee things that started. That exactly. That
0: was, a, that was the first you know, of
1: our black swanee things, which I'm trying I to. Think, not- yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. I think that's a coin terminology that you have the black swanny
1: i I like i did put a little more zhuzh and and flavor on it than when you talk about it in the actual financial terms of what a black swan event was but i do use it a lot now that you've taught it to me so as we were moving into and we're getting our first official cases of COVID 19 and things were starting to decide whether we were going to shut down and we were hoping that things were going to be more short term than they were Um, I think that we uh, uh, it seemed as we were having these discussions, there was a lot more optimism about wait. We'll be able to wait it out because we didn't expect it to be as long as it was.
0: Right. Mm -hmm. Right. And and in February. So so the volatility in the market started in 2020, January, February, it picked up. So it was really swinging. Mm-hmm. And then when we had the two black Swanee, Swanee events, yes. <laughs> I liked it, the Swanee events. It makes it sound we, a lot less dire
1: is when I say it that <laughs> way, that's all.
0: <laughs> so so in March, markets just dropped. Yes. Right? We had mm-hmm. COVID, and then we had oil. Guys, we had oil. Oil dropped, too. It was two right. together, these these events. So they created a lot of uh Oh, people afraid! What's mm-hmm. going to happen to my account? Thirty percent drawdown in March, right? Right. So the benefit of that, so so that was a a correction that actually went into a recession, guys. That can happen, right? And and these black swan events are mm-hmm. events. Have you ever seen a black swan? I have in pictures, I have, but I've never seen in real life a black
1: swan. I'm in the same boat as you. I've seen plenty of pictures, but not in real life. So you were correct. So the fact that we saw two. Financial versions of that right on top of each other. Of course, everything went into upheaval.
0: Yeah, it did. Mm -hmm. It did. And these come out of nowhere, these black swan events. That's why the swanee events. That's why they they call them that because they come out of nowhere and they they cause the market to just drop to, you know, to a a larger value than a correction. So it went in. So we consider this somewhat of a recession. It didn't last as long. But it went down as much as a recession would. Mm -hmm. But remember, what else happened that year is that we had we had a lot of businesses close. Yes, we had a lot of, um, you know, the the the, their, their products weren't being made, and so there was a shutdown of a lot of companies. Right, and we are still dealing with a lot of that today. That is not we are not fully just because the market had come back then. That doesn't mean everything is is in good order.
1: All right. Well, when Carla, when we get back, can we do a little more information about the recession versus the I know we need to get on to a better discussion about the actual third thing, those depressions that come up as well as we continue to talk to people about what to do when markets collapse. So can we dip back into that after a break? We sure will. All right. We can also take your calls. You can call us at six five one six four one one oh seven one. We'll be right back with the Financial Health and Wealth Show here on my talk one oh seven one. Welcome back to the Financial Health and Wealth Show here on MyTalk 1071, also available as a podcast. You can check us out at MyTalk1071.com. Just use that keyword, health and wealth. So we've been going through some information right now, starting with the definition of what a market collapse may be. So our friend Carla from ClearStep Financial has been we uh, just leading us through this definition. So we were in the midst of talking about uh, how we end up in a recession, right,
0: Carla? Yes, and actually, mm-hmm. the, you know, the topic today is what do we do when markets collapse, right? right. Mm-hmm. So this is this this is actually I'm I'm always fascinated by this topic. So yes. this is one of my favorite uh, topics out there because if we can learn to invest and use the strategies that have the ability to minimize these risks, then won't we be better off in our absolutely. future? Absolutely, absolutely. So that's that's really ultimately the key. So let's let's just talk okay so we talked about what a correction is a recession 2020 Mar- uh, march we went into a recession a recession is where the markets are down negative 20 to negative 50 well i think it was like negative 30 some percent that we ended up there and then it started to turn around and and come back right so that was a good example of a recession but we're still recovering from that we're still we still because of all the shutdowns and businesses and and uh people weren't going to work and the supply chains shutting down we're still just no we'll never i don't see us ever going back you know don't i i would recommend not to think of us ever going back to prior to that Fair i enough. don't think our lives will ever be i don't want to say normal because there's there's newness there's things we had to learn from that There's life changes. There's, you know, there's all kinds of things we as humans need to learn from that experience and then move forward and realize that that's what our journey is all about. And that
1: that I agree with you, that it is a matter of continually being able to update your personal definition of normal because you can't always attach to the normalcy that was existing in a certain time period. Yeah, so right. I understand that. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and I, you know, I was talking to some little ones yesterday. I call them the little ones, um, <laughs> little people, right? The little people, they're under 18. Yes. So I was talking to a few of them, and they, they were saying, my father died two years ago, and, and they were saying, well, do you feel sad? And I said, when I think about it, I feel sad, but then I move on. Right. Right, so I don't stay in that sadness. Um, now that 's my personal choice right to to move on, and we have to I have to deal with my life. but when I start thinking about it again i I have a sadness so that's that 's part of our experience too is to deal with all those some people have lost loved ones, some people right. have lost like right now year to date look at the markets and how people have lost money so there 's there 's ways to navigate through all this, and so it 's important to again work with people that have the ability to navigate and maybe aren 't saying to To buy and hold. Buy and hold means you you ride off the roller coaster ride. Well, that may or may not be the best response to what we're going through.
1: And it does seem that it's a matter of learning from what had happened in the past, but also giving yourself license to go, what should I do based upon the information I have, to try and make a different decision. Because if we continue to do the things we did before, if it wasn't working then, there's no guarantee that it's suddenly going to
0: start working now. If we already were right. like, eh,
1: maybe that wasn't the right path then either.
0: Right, right. Mm-hmm. right. So it's important to ask questions, do a little research, uh, You know, be open-minded about not locking into the past 15, 20 years and how we made money.
1: Absolutely, you know.
0: There's, I, I look at markets today, and there's always ways to make money in in all kinds of market conditions. And we have a few strategies that are positive in making money. So, but there's, but it's important to navigate through that and make the shifts when you need to make the shifts. And a lot of people, and this is not anyone's fault, but a lot of people, you, you don't pay attention to that because you're working, right? You you have your own personal lives, and you're not in the world of money and finance, and so. That's why we're here. We're here to help people navigate. We're here to help people uh, be be able to, again, you know, we want people to feel secure and happy in their lives and in retirement and, and heading toward that uh, opportunity there. So.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And so... Since we are saying these are the general definitions of how we navigate through a recession, and have we in most of our lifetimes dealt with a depression? And when was the last time that happened? If we're looking back,
0: yeah, so that's a good question. So so a depression is the third type of drawdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a depression is bigger and longer, and usually that's between negative fifty, uh, negative thirty to negative fifty. Mm-hmm. So that's that's a depression. A recession's up to negative twenty to negative. 50, but but a depression, and actually a depression could be more than that. It could be negative seventy, eighty. Okay. Back in nineteen twenty nine is when we had the last depression when the markets really came down. There were different reasons for that at that time. And then it took about ten years. So if you look at the nineteen thirties, that was a period a lot of us know, right? We've seen stories, we've yes. seen movies, we've seen people. I remember the Waltons, you know, when I was a kid I, I really enjoyed that movie because they they lived in a house with all their kids. They were happy. They mm-hmm. didn't have a whole lot of money, but they were happy and they made life work. Right. And I'm not saying that's what we're gonna get into because no one knows this future of ours, but but we may be heading into a transition of life, too. Fair enough, yes. And so it's it's just important to question, look at things a little bit differently. So could we – so there's a uh, firm about 15 years ago, just an economic firm, that gave us a heads up on a depression coming that in the next – this is back 15 years, right? So in the next 20 years, they basically said, we will head into some type of depression. Uh, where these markets draw down more than more than a recession, and it may take a few years to get out of it. Because what happens when you're in a depression, and I'm not saying we're heading into one, but that was the indicators. From, we don't know until we get through it, right? Right. You actually don't know until you're on the other side, and then you look back and say, okay, That's that was that a was. recession <laughs> right. or that was a depression.
1: Right. Right. Well, we are going to come back and we are going to give some tips and tricks, right? Or, or we'll give actually we'll say we're going to advise you on some information that can help you navigate as we continue to go through these corrections. Right, Carla?
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I a good topic to discuss. A lot of people are concerned about what's going on in in the current market situation.
1: Right. I also want to remind you that there are a variety of webinars that are still coming up, uh, courtesy of our friends over at ClearStep. You can go ahead and go to their website, clearstepfinancial.com. Just go on that events tab, and they'll tell you about that, including we'll give you some more updates on the Women in Investing uh, webinar that's coming up in November. If you have any questions, feel free to call us. We're at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back on the Financial Health and Wealth. Show. Welcome back to the Financial Health and Wealth Show here on My Talk one zero seven one. I'm Miss Shannon here with Carla Zevnik Sizer, President at Clearstep Financial, giving you some information on what you can do if we do go through some variety of market collapse. And so, Carla, thank you very much for sharing those definitions and letting us know that baseline of what we'll be doing with. And and so, as we move into the conversation about. What to actually do if we are in one of those situations? I know that the conversation has to go kind of a well. It depends on what your situation and how close you are to retirement, right?
0: Well, part of it. Mm-hmm. Is, well, there's a couple things that I that I look at, right? And so I know, uh, Ms. Shannon, we were talking about that woman in investing. And that's November eighth. Yes, that's a webinar. Mm-hmm. So you can you can log into with girlfriends or husbands and wives too can log into that. But we we have a lot of fun on that. So just let us know, and we'll send you the link to register for that Absolutely. that webinar. Or again, if you want the copy of our Social Security and Medicare webinar from last week, just let us know too. And we'll send that link uh, to you. A lot of good information there. So, uh, but but there's. Part of a decision on how you want to preserve and protect your asset has to do with how, how do you – what what's your internal risk tolerance? Right. Right? I I look at it back when I was 12 years old. I remember going on roller coaster rides, and I loved it. Mm-hmm. Give, give me the greatest and the biggest roller coaster, <laughs> and I'll go on it. Well, you know what? Today, I don't like them anymore. Fair
1: enough. You're like, I don't need that kind of excitement at the moment.
0: Yes. <laughs> right. hmm so I think there's a lot of people that maybe at one time they had a higher risk tolerance, but are looking at it now and saying this market is not heading up. This market <laughs> is nothing like I've seen in the past number of years, right? Yes. So, so you really have to look at your internal first and decide how much, what if it does go down to 60, 70, 80% negative? What mm-hmm. What would you do? Would And I'm not saying it is uh, because we don't know until we get through all this, but... There's a lot of indicators showing that it's not it potentially may not come up anytime soon. Right. And and by that I mean within a few years, maybe a two, two a two year window of time. Mm-hmm. So these are just economic reports that we follow and so forth. And again, there is there's nothing there's no outlook that a person they can give you a heads up. We're heading into something, but there's not anything definitive. So right. you, you you know these are all of pers- these are all objection uh ideas and thoughts that we have as to what we see and what we're following and and where things are going but so that's the first thing is okay. is to review your own risk tolerance
1: mm-hmm. does it so, I, I know that we do see a lot of those headlines where people are uh some of the 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 non-fiduciary variety of financial advisors are out there saying it's an absolute and i think that that's uh definitely Information that we put out there in that way to try to just grab people's attention based on fear. So what you're saying is there, there's no guarantee that any of this is going to happen at any particular time. So it's more of just overall financial health. So if something does occur, you're positioned best to be able to weather it.
0: Absolutely. Financial okay. health is a good terminology. Okay. You, you, you know, we have to understand our own... Our own uh, inside what drives us and how we feel. We want to be able to sleep at night and enjoy Absolutely. life, and and sometimes. And I'll tell you, sometimes if it's too much, it's okay. And I've said this to a few people that that um, are just a little concerned about the current market conditions. Right. And the, these are these the the discussion was based on monies that we don't manage. Right. It was yes. monies in their four hundred and one k. That they have a big pot, they can't roll it over because they're not 59 and a half yet maybe. Mm-hmm. And I've said to a few people, it's okay to sell it and put it into a stable value or a, an account where you don't have much you know fluctuation. It's okay to do that for a while. Yes, it, it's okay to protect it and preserve it. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Um, it de- and again, it depends on your own risk tolerance. If if that makes sense for you to do, the one gentleman I was working with, um, he did that, and I said, you know, the other thing is, again, markets. There's no guarantee whether that's going to go up or, or down in the right. future because a lot of the market movement is not really tied to what's going on. In in the political, I mean, they're tied, but there's they're not there's not like a a map, right? This is my Absolutely. roadmap to get to my destination on vacation. Well, there is not a roadmap right. there mm-hmm. with the markets because they uh, sometimes they move, and we don't. You know, on on a news broadcast, you, it might say, "Well, this is why it, it happened." There's no really reason why it happened. Uh, necessarily, there might be other reasons why it happened. So we just have to look at that with a grain of salt sometimes and, and just make sure you're aligned with where you want to be.
1: Right. And I like that you're encouraging people to be just 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 to try and be balanced in their uh estimation of all of these things and not have it be making decisions from a horrible sense of oh well I'm doing something wrong like there's no right answer there's no wrong answer there's just an answer based upon the information that you have
0: right and you know sometimes we we beat ourselves up and say, "Oh, I should have paid attention to this before, or I should have I should have done this or that, or if I would have saved a little earlier in my life, I would have so much more you know what it we are again there's there's no reason we learn from our past and then we move on right and that's how that's how all aspects of life is we We move on, we make our decisions, sometimes we make them based on our past, and that's okay we yeah. learn from that but there's no reason to beat yourself up for any reason at all. We these are just uh, learning, growing, and and maneuverability. We have to respond to what's going on today, and we work with some of the strategies that have that ability as well. Have the ability to uh, maybe even get out of some of the stocks and bonds, and, and possibly get into some of the sectors and trends, okay, mm-hmm. or pick up other currencies around the world. There's all different alternative ways, I call them alternatives, right? Because it's different than the traditional mutual fund world that goes up and down. Um, there's, there's ways, again, there's always ways to make money out there, but it's being open and, and, and not being scammed by some of the the newest in the, and you know, there's, there's a lot of scamming out there as well. And it's very
1: easy to go. I missed out because you see somebody allegedly make a giant gain on something and you're like, oh, I should have. How come I didn't see that coming? Why didn't I do that? So I understand that some people then have that sense of loss and even shame, like, oh, I would be a millionaire by now if I had been jumping onto that boat at the time.
0: Right. Mm -hmm. Right. And so there's a saying in the financial market, and I'm not saying this, this is anyone's situation, but it's a good because we all know people that want to get rich. It's the kind of the get rich quick mentality. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And there's a number of people out there, right? Get rich quick. If I did this, I could be rich just like that. And in the financial world, there's a saying that says pigs get slaughtered.
1: <laughs> right. So
0: it's just something to be aware of that the, the there, there's a time and discipline through time are ways to achieve your financial goals. It's the time and discipline of investing on a monthly basis and that's that's how you achieve those goals, and that's how, you know, if if it was between being being a um, uh, a certain way of achieving goals versus, uh, you know, again a get rich quick scheme. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying they're they're schemes; they may not be a scheme. There might right. be some opportunities out there, but if it's one or the other, my mindset because I've seen a lot throughout the years is I want the certain way of doing it. I, w- right. I would like the certainty knowing that if I did this, this, and this, I have a good shot at reaching my financial goals.
1: And it may take a little longer, but it's absolutely going to make sense for you. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. And then you, then you can sleep at night. You feel secure. And there's nothing wrong with having some of your money in. Maybe you put, I always say, if you're going to be a little bit more uh, aggressive or alternative in some of these strategies uh, that 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 are uh, out there a little bit, Maybe not put more than ten percent of your long-term money in them. Right. So that that's a usually a good rule of thumb. And I'm not talking about the alternative investing. I'm talking about just strategies that uh, that are way out there. That could be like a Bitcoin, yes, um, type of strategy where people wanted to put money in there to possibly get rich quick, right? And then it comes back down again. And I'm not saying Bitcoin's bad. Some people are still putting money in it. Great. It's it's probably going to be used as, you know, there's a lot of digital money out there. May not be used as an investment, but it may be used as a currency. Right. So look at it a little bit differently there, that it still has value and, and, and could be a good investment. Right. From from the sense that it could be a
1: Currency and I mean, just you know, full disclosure. Like when I told you, hey, I'm gonna put some money into this crypto stuff to to see what's going on. It's not like you yelled at me. You were like, (laughs) you're like, oh yeah, (laughs) see how it goes. You know, kind of thing. You weren't like, oh yeah, put everything over there. But if you're like, if you want to see how it works, you know, here's the amount of money I would put in if I were you. Kind of thing. And that all
0: made sense. Absolutely. Well, and these are, you know, the digital world. The good digital world that's truly independent, right? Right. Um, the digital world has value and it is secure, and it's trading that can be done even even across countries that doesn't have the you know the currency exchange and things like that. So there's a lot of value, right? Uh, to to the digital world, and I believe it is it is here and it is going to be stronger and stronger. Mm-hmm. But who knows if it's going to be truly an investment? Meaning, you know, that it'll keep climbing up, but right. but just be part of, part of life and success too is being diversified in different asset classes um, and then knowing what sectors and trends because that's, that's part of the key to investing in this uncertain world that we're in right now.
1: Right. Well, we're going to go into our next break and we come back, we're going to follow up with this additional information on how you can make some wise choices as we might be moving into a variety of different market collapses. Does that make sense? Sounds good. All right, My favorite topic. I know. I'm, it's, it's, I always love it when you get excited. This and insurance, <laughs> you just light up. Yes. I love it. So we're going to be back. You're listening to the Financial Health and Wealth Show with our friends from ClearStep Financial here on My Talk 107.1. Welcome back to the Financial Health and Wealth Show here on My Talk 1071. Also available at MyTalk1071.com. I'm Shannon here with Carla from ClearStep Financial. Now, Carla, we're going to try a little of shenanigans on our side because we do have a caller on the line who has a question for you. We always encourage people to call us at 651 641 1071. It's just been a while since Producer Hope and I had to like link two things. So hopefully every. Oh, no, I we got to get Carla back. I All right, Carla so back. back. All right, you do that, Producer Hope, and we're going to hold on and work this on out. And Kim, we appreciate you holding as well. I was wondering if we'd be able to make this sparkle, but we will give it a shot because we like adventure, Producer Hope and I is what we like to do. We like to give it a shot and see how things go. And so, Kim, hold on. What we might end up doing is getting uh, Producer Hope to get your question for uh, you, and then we'll make sure we get that into the room when we get Miss Carla back on the line as well. All right, so let's go ahead and try this in the meantime, we again want to remind everybody if you go to clearstepfinancial.com, you can just look at that events tab. They have a number of webinars that are still coming up, including that Women in Investment webinar that's coming up on November 8th. We always encourage you to just go ahead, get that just taken care of. If you go to the website, you can register for it. They'll send you the reminders, make sure that you're all taken care of. And this specific webinar coming up on November 8th is one of their most popular webinars that they do throughout the year. So,
0: People are interested, and in especially now, uh, you, you want your financial goals, you, you want to achieve them. And so sometimes they're short-term, within a year. Sometimes it's more three to five years, and sometimes it's long-term. But these are all topics we'll discuss. And wanted to mention this next Tuesday at noon, we have a brief economic update call. Oh, yes. If you're interested in attending that and just getting on for about 20 minutes, uh, please get go to our website, ClearStepFinancial.com slash my talk and we'll send you the link. It's just a conference call number. You can, you can call in anywhere you're at and get that brief economic report um, that we set up because right. there's a lot of concerns about the markets.
1: Right. And I was on this uh uh it seems so long ago. So it might have been a while since I was on of these calls and it was just very just educational to have this kind of information. So, I know that producer Hope is talking to Kim and getting that question in the air. It was one about 401k, so as she continues to discuss that with her. Let's go ahead and move on for a little while and talk more about how you decide what you should do if we are moving towards some sort of market of people if you're younger or if you're older what's kind of the baseline and how you make some of these decisions
0: well a lot of it has to do with where your outlook is and what you're comfortable with 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 regard to the risk tolerance a lot of people are down 30 percent year to date right Mm -hmm. now we could we could be down more again these are all these are Part of it's my opinion based on what I see and what I hear, uh, but we could go down more. So if you have a concern, what I suggest to people, and someone will say to me, well, you're you're selling low, you're selling low. Well, you may be protecting what you have as well. Right. So you could sell and go to the sidelines a little bit if you have the ability to roll over that 401k, to roll it into an IRA. Let us know. Contact us. We'll, we'll see if there's some options for you because again I I have the menta- I have the mindset I have the knowledge mm-hmm. and ability to have the belief that there's ways to make money no matter where what conditions we're at we still have the possibility of earning positive returns right uh, because there's always places to make money in this type of environment so if you have some concerns there's nothing wrong with moving it to the sidelines but you got to be able to sometime get back in but could this be a financial hurricane? It yes. could be. Mm-hmm. So so, protect yourself. Get batten down the hatches. Uh, put your wood on your windows. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, whatever you have to do to to get through and, and feel comfortable and sleep at night.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. So we're going to go in real quick and talk to Producer Hope about yes. Kim's question.
0: What did you have? Thank you, Kim. Um, mm-hmm. And apologies for earlier. Okay, so her question is regarding her 401k. Her employer matches at 5%. She's currently putting in 10% and she's wondering um thoughts on with the market being down if to keep doing what she is currently doing or to maybe scale back a little bit. Um So so this would be and I don't know how how old is Kim? She is 54 and okay. she plans to work her and her husband work full time and they plan to work for a while to help put kids to college
1: through college. Wonderful. Yep. Yes.
0: Okay. Yep, those darn those 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 (laughs) Those wonderful blessings
1: in our lives,
0: those children.
1: (laughs) Thanks for sharing Um, all your information, Kim. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Thank you, Kim. Mm -hmm. Okay, so this is just my simple recommendation based on what I know. In my opinion based on what, what information that we have today. So my conversation first would be with Kim that maybe go down to your match 5%, not the full 10% because inside of a 401K you have limited investment options. Right. The mutual funds in there, there's not a whole lot of alternatives. There's not a whole lot of other options. So I would probably just go up to your match 5%. And then redirect the rest if you qualify for a Roth, that's what we do, is set up Roth IRAs outside of the four oh one K so that we have the ability to maneuver, pick up the sectors and trends more and have a diversified portfolio. Uh that so that would be my first recommendation uh for Kim if if you're looking at either putting is that enough to put away in the four oh one K is right. that was that answering the question?
1: It yeah. sounds like yes. it. yeah and we and we of course appreciate Kim calling and I'm sure that producer Hope got our information cuz we know that this is all general information but it might be a good place for her to start with that and then also good help her as she's starting her you know complimentary consultation with the up financial here's the question that I need to start with that's always great information just to know where do I begin
0: Well, and you don't, you know, this is just a general rule of thumb, and this is, you know, almost 30 years in the financial industry, and you you figure out things along the way, but I I just would not recommend to put more than your match in a 401k. There's other ways of diversifying. You're so limited with your options inside your 401k. Right,
1: and it used to be. I think for many of us, since, you know, 401ks are new, we're like, oh, this is amazing and magical. I'm going to put all my eggs in this particular basket and, you know, because it seemed efficient to do it that way. And now we're learning, well, that was a great first step. But as you get more advanced and educated in how you want to navigate your financial health and wellness uh, journey, that there are additional options that may work for you as well. Right.
0: Right. Think again. Think a little bit differently in this new world mm-hmm. that we're in. Uh, think uh, think a little bit outside the box. Maybe have, we always talk about three different types of taxes where you have taxable money where you're paying taxes every year. Maybe have a larger liquid bucket of money. There's all different ways you can invest in that bucket. That could be your early retirement bucket too. Right. or trips and vacations, that type of thing in your life. So keep that bucket going. We set up different accounts for people in that area. Then you have number two, tax deferred. That's your IRAs, your 401Ks, pensions. That's all gonna be taxable when you pull money out. And then you got your third bucket, the Roth IRAs or the no tax. So it's important to diversify, not just have the ability to pick up sectors and trends and alternative investing, which most 401Ks, they don't have those options in there. But it's also important to diversify in your taxes, your tax bucket, and, and how you're going to be paying taxes. All of those are keys to feeling secure, confident as you, no matter where you are in your life, you could be in your 20s, 30s, it doesn't matter, have those different buckets to feel secure and confident.
1: And as we wrap up today, it really sounds that a, a major portion of your, your advice is don't panic, at least don't panic yet.
0: Well, we don't <laughs> we don't want you to panic. no right pa- panicking never we never make good decisions when we when we feel very right. uh, uh, high-strung and panicked and, and that type of thing relax do some deep breathing and you'll get answers when we are when we feel that sense of maybe quietness for a while maybe go for a walk today uh, just spend some time without any kind of technology and just really let let your inside internal that's where our gut that's where our responses in life we usually are pretty good about that let that respond to you and and do what makes the most amount of sense in in your world and in your life
1: well thank you Carla we'll see you next week thanks to everyone for listening.